from the Mercy One Studio. Be not afraid. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Join Father Fabian Moncada every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Also tune in Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for Be Not Afraid in Spanish. Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists and Dream Dirt, Farm Real Estate and Auction Services. Welcome to Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Father PJ, good morning. Good morning, Father. We are approaching a new liturgical year, the year of Advent and time of Advent. Let us begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Grant your faithful, we pray, Almighty God, the result to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds and his coming, so that gathered at his right hand they may be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, and the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So, let us uh, enlighten a little bit the meaning of the Advent season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the the collect, which you just read, the opening prayer for that first Sunday of Advent, is one of the most ancient in the Missal. Um, It's a little bit hard to capture in English, but that that run forth, uh, so so the the resolve to run forth to meet your Christ, um, has both the sense of running like in a race, but also like charging into battle. There's sort of martial okay. imagery that's involved here. And so, you know, as, as the liturgical year has ended over the course of the last three or four weeks, our attention has been directed to the end times. Um, you know, be ready, stay vigilant, be watchful. Now, as we've sort of turned a corner or a page, we look backwards to the first coming of Christ in order to be able to recognize him better as he arrives every day, especially in the sacramental life of the church. Also means preparation, holy season, ending of the year, and a very special 2020 year. Huh? Yeah, I think a lot of people will be very happy to see this year end uh, with the hope that a In a multiple way, you know? Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I think it's important to recognize, you know, that in the, in the history of the church and in the history of uh, Western civilization, um, the calendar has been imagined in several different ways. So we're very accustomed today to saying Advent marks the beginning of the liturgical year. January 1st marks the beginning of the secular year. It hasn't always been counted that way. And so um, it, it, it's simply important to recognize that we're imposing an awful lot of our expectations on what happens around us. So, of course, in one way, uh, I, I joined the world in saying I really wish 2020 would end. Right? I get that. Um, but, of course, in one way, you know, the, the, the first Monday of Advent is not that different than the last Friday of Ordinary Time, and the 3rd of January is not that different than the 30th of December. Um, what's important is the way that we approach it, what we bring to those days, and how we choose to either encounter grace or reject it. Opening this new uh, liturgical um, moment like uh, Advent, how we can dispose of ourselves, especially in this very restricted uh, scenario that uh, multiple of our public places to enjoy Christmas decoration, uh, Christmas music, and the gathering that proper for this season have been stricted, limited about the current circumstances, about the pandemic, but also to don't lack the joyful experience for the advenient of our Savior. 
you know, I, I can already see this one coming uh, weeks off, but um, uh, Christmas has been canceled before. So um, mm-hmm. in, in, in the days of the uh, American colonies, the people that ran the country or what became the country were mostly um, not liturgical Protestants. And they, they, they were Protestants that were very suspicious of things that were too Catholic. So Christmas was illegal for, I think, 13 years everywhere but Maryland. Um, wow. So, 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 you know, the attacks that happened on Christmas and, and the kind of anxieties that have arisen in the last several years on that, it's not that they're not real, but they're often overwrought. They're often, like, exaggerated, and they're exaggerated precisely because um, this is not new um, and we've actually known it worse before. I, what's important is not, um, you know, whether the mall has a Santa Claus or something. What's important, <laughs> or, or whether the whether the cashier says Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays, that's not worth getting amped up about. What is worth getting amped up about is whether or not I'm able to encounter Jesus in that person or in that situation. And that can happen whether we're locked down at home or whether we're free as a bird. So then we have... Uh... Some uh, significant symbols that we have been using in Advent. First, only the wreath of mm-hmm. Advent mm-hmm. that uh, symbolizes like um, circular mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. and also we have four candles that will be enlightened in each Sunday of Advent. That meaning that we I we are expecting the main light in our life. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time. Um, Advent was actually longer, so there were six weeks. I, to my knowledge, there were never six candles on the wreath. I think the wreath came about the time the four candles came about. Oh, but, okay. Um, but uh, and this is still reflected. Uh, the Ambrosians, the Northern Italians, um, still have a six-week-long Advent, and the Orthodox have something like a six-week-long Advent. They don't call it Advent, but it's the same kind of thing. Uh, a fasting preparation uh, up to Christmas. Any any explanation about why is a different? Well, it was meant time, so longest and shortest. So the, there are two pieces to it. Originally, it was meant to more directly parallel Lent, um, oh. so that so that you had a, a six week penitential season. Lent definitely comes before Advent, in as much as the Easter is the primary celebration comes before the Christmas celebrations. Um, but, uh, but eventually it was altered in order to give Easter a kind of priority. So it was longer and bigger on that side. Um, and then to try and focus our attention in terms of Advent, which is not only a penitential season and it's not the same as Lent in that it's not somber in quite the same way, but it does involve real preparation, which, is like bodily discipline and, and the ordinary penance that's just a regular virtue of the Christian life all the time. In my country, or in, in Colombia and South America in general, Latino community, we have been using the purple vestments also for funerals. Mm-hmm. I'm curious right now why we have been using an, a white one in the, in the United States. This is a, this is a really interesting um, sort of feature of, of liturgical life in the church, but I think in order to answer it fully, we'll have to capture it after the break. Iowa Catholic Radio, be not afraid. Thank you, Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio and be not afraid. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed, accredited, and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Learn more at dreamdirt.com, including their online auction house, FarmBid, at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt Farm and Equipment Auction Services, farm auctions done right. 
Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by the Catholic Tuition Organization. Your support of CTO provides qualifying families tuition assistance to send their kiddos to our Catholic schools. They benefit and you benefit with 65% Iowa tax credits. Online at ctoiowa.org. Until December 15th, contributions from new donors are matched. New donors double their impact with a donation to CTO. Thanks to the Reichardt Family Foundation. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Sports is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. With two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling graduate, and Dr. Craig Harper, the Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at 60th and Ashworth in West Des Moines. 515-440-4610 or online ashworthvision.com. Welcome back to Iowa Catholic Radio. Before the break, Father, we were talking about the purple investments versus white mm-hmm. investments. So how we can clarify that for our audience? You know, I think the first thing uh, to understand is that the current schema that we've got for liturgical colors, which, uh, you know, we like we teach to children when they're small and all that sort of thing, is in, in the grand scheme of church history really pretty new. It only became codified at the time of Trent. There were certain things that were already the case. Purple as, a, as the garment for penance goes back a long, long way. But, um, but the, 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 the real strict schema that we understand now was not normal before. Um, up until uh, the mid-1960s, the ordinary color for funerals in most of the world was black. Oh, and so you wore okay. black vestments for funerals, unless it was the funeral of an unbaptized child. Um, and uh, there was a special mass just for that, and the vestments for that were white. Um, uh, at the time of the, the reforms after Vatican II, um, there was a suggestion that um, the, the black vestments coupled with the way some of the prayers were written might not express sufficient hope in the resurrection. And so, um, so it was suggested that uh, white vestments could also be worn. The current uh, liturgical law of the church is that white black or violet, purple, uh, vestments can be worn for a funeral, and it really is up to the discretion of the priest. Um, so so, so, so I've, uh, in different parts of the world, Latin America seemed to go purple from the outset. They, they were more comfortable with that. I think it's a safer call because there's nobody that dies that doesn't need some penance. Um, <laughs> Correct. The black, there, there have been, I don't own a black set, and we don't have one at Christ the King. I've had a couple funerals, though, where I wish I did. Where, it's, where, the, where the color clearly would have reflected sort of where the family was at. 
I've also had some funerals where they, I, I never would have worn black because the family couldn't have borne it, right? And so I think giving the priest the liberty to be able to, to kind of take the temperature to of the identify. family and see what they need and then respond to those needs is really important. Because at the same time, purple is an uh, obviously liturgical color according to the Advent season, but also help us to focus in the meaning of the moment that we have been living. And if we are in the funeral, obviously we are enjoying and not a happy moment, but at the same time we are expecting a good news soon enough, you know? So, another symbols that we have in Advent, uh, for some people, uh, have been a little bit tricky to understand. Mm -hmm. Christmas tree. Mm. This part of the Advent decoration? So, so ever, it, evergreens or pine trees. Oh, evergreen. Right? Okay. The, the, okay. 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 The, the, okay. These, um, and, 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 and the name actually is helpful there, right? So, in English, evergreen or, or siempre verde okay. um, uh, are the trees that stay green even in the midst of winter. So as the okay. Advent and Christmas celebrations moved from where they were really born in the Middle East uh, and, the, and, and Italy up into Northern Europe, the experience of Christmas in like England or, or Germany is very different than in, in Italy or in Israel. And so, so they had to adjust. And one of the things, of course, that was noticed was that you know, most things are dead by the time you get to Christmas in, in Northern Europe, except those trees that stay green. And so they became this very natural and potent symbol of new life, even in the midst of the chill of winter. Now, it is entirely true, and it, there's no need to apologize for this. There were preceding pagan customs that attached to trees. Um, uh, St. Boniface famously right, uh, gets martyred, basically, because he cuts down the wrong tree. Um, but the the uh, that's a gross exaggeration, but the idea is, right, he cuts down a tree and that causes a conflict. Um, uh, so the the Christmas tree really was a way for us to take a symbol that was already very firm in the minds of the people that we were evangelizing and make it ours. Um, but it, but the the primary move is 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 that the green symbolizes new life. Now, interestingly, you asked about the liturgical colors, the garments that the, that the priest wears. Um, in the Eastern churches, green is worn um, on days pertaining to the Holy Spirit. Oh wow! For the for like on Pentecost, the color isn't red; it's green, and the idea is hope, life. Oh, okay, it's green okay. like the plant. So when new life comes up, you're green and fresh and new, and uh, and, and 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 that's the same kind of ideas at work with the Christmas tree, where you see this green living thing in the midst of what otherwise looks dead. Very interesting, Father. Also, the nativity for uh, for for Latinos, nativity is an strongest part, right? For some of us, the tradition means the first Sunday of Advent, we have to be ready with that nativity scene. For another countries in Latin America, needs to be the nine days before Four. before right. that. So. so, so, so the novena before Christmas, uh, uh, Anglo's used to do that more too. They just kind of lost it by the time you all came in. Is kind of <laughs> the way that works. But the um the no the different traditions around the nativity scenes uh, have have arisen in different places. I remember as a child at St. Teresa here in town, um, the nativity scene would go up, I think probably on first advent. Um, but of course, the baby doesn't come until uh, Christmas. Absolutely. And that's, that's, the, that's the big move. And then oftentimes the wise men, they make their way. So what I remember at St. Teresa was the, the wise men would uh, sit on the, the organ, which was to the east of the altar, so uh -huh. that they would make their way over 
as the <laughs> as the weeks went on. That was a little precious. But the idea that that's the kind of thing so, that happens. But we don't have any stricter regulation when will be done activity is seen at the is seen uh, at the same time. No, no. I, the, 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 we'll, we'll do a bit uh, more on nativity scenes when we get closer to Christmas itself. But um, no, there's not a strict regulation about when it comes and when it goes. So after the break, we will be back to the liturgy of the world for this Advent season. Iowa Catholic Radio, be not afraid. Since 1924, St. Vincent de Paul has been helping those less fortunate work towards self-sufficiency. Last year, St. Vincent de Paul helped over 20,000 individuals with food, clothing, and shelter, while also offering classes in financial literacy, high school completion, career readiness, and prisoner re-entry. SVDPDSM.org, 515-282-8327. Shop, donate, volunteer, serve. This message was brought to you by Homemakers Furniture. You've heard the old saying, don't be penny wise and pound foolish. This is especially true with health insurance. If you're 65 or older, what were your true costs of health care last year? Even with a zero premium plan, you may be paying more than you think. Talk to the good folks at Catholic United Financial. Make a smart choice from a faith-directed company on a mission to give Catholics straight talk and great rates on Medicare Supplement Insurance, the backup insurance to Medicare. Get a quote from Kevin Williams at 1-800-255-9817. It can be easy to look at how someone is dressing or acting and judge them. But have you ever thought about how much grace is available in these situations? The next time someone makes a questionable decision, instead of judging and condemning, uphold their dignity for them. We do greater good by lifting them up in prayer and respecting their personhood than if we mentally tear them apart in our thoughts. We can uphold the dignity of others even when they are unable to recognize their own value. There are millions of children that go hungry every day. Thank you to Skeffington's Formalware for supporting Mary's Meals. Their vision is that every child in the world should be able to receive at least one good meal every day in a place of education. Mary'sMealsUSA.org Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by the Iowa ENT Center, expert ear, nose, and throat care for adults and children. Find out how you can support Iowa Catholic Radio at iowacatholicradio.com or 515-223-1150. Welcome back to Be Not Afraid, Father PJ, Father Fabian, in the preparation of this first Sunday of Advent. So we have been explaining the multiple symbols that we have in Advent season, but also we have the very delightful liturgy of the Word. In this case, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 13, verses 33 to 37, enlighten us in this first Sunday of Advent. Jesus said to his disciples, Be watchful. Be alert. You do not know the time when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work, and he orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore, for you do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. But I say to you all, watch. The gospel so, of the Lord. Praise, praise to you, Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. So, two expressions that call my attention at the beginning of this gospel. Be watchful and be alert. Mm-hmm. So, for us, in Spanish, have an, a different meaning. Mm-hmm. It, we have the same in English, in terms of this theological... What is it coming in as, as Spanish? So, be watchful 
it's like uh, somebody will somebody will be outside, so be aware about it. Uh -huh. So be aware. Be alert. It's like uh, check the alarm. Mm -hmm. Everything is ready. Just checking around. What, you know? what, are like the check what are the words in Spanish, Father? Vigilante y alerta. Y alerta. Sí, okay. Vigilante y alerta. Yeah. So, um, so the, 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 the tenors are uh, a, a bit different, especially with the watchful, because, because watchful doesn't always mean exactly the same thing. And what, it's, what, the, what the word here is hearkening back to um, really is, the, um, is Psalm 130. Um, Even as the watchman waits for dawn, so let Israel wait for the Lord, what is what is Israel waiting for? The Messiah who's coming. Absolutely, so be watchful. Um, you know Harper Lee with the 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 uh, sequel to To Kill a Mockingbird. Go set a watchman, which is referencing the same uh, the passage from Isaiah that's talking about the thing. Same thing. Go set a we we would say a security guard today, right? Go set a security guard. Um, so so there 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 is something about um, keeping vigil through the night, being alert in times where otherwise we're inclined to sleep. Um, all that sort of business. What I think is most important about this passage being laid here on the first Sunday of Advent is, of course, the Gospel of St. Mark, which we'll be covering. It, it's a short it, one, It's yeah? short and has no infancy narrative. None of the Christmas Correct. stuff is there. Correct. Jesus is already a grown-up, and he just sort of appears saying stuff like this. Well, that's a that's a very different kind of a take on what's happening. And I think that's worth our reflecting on is, is sometimes, um, sometimes we can treat the liturgical year and the and the church's prayer as just a sort of really weird play acting or, or live action role playing or something like that. And it's it, there's a much deeper thing happening here, which is why it's not always sequential. Um, you know, the, the, and the Christmas season shows this better than any other time of the year, right? Where the Lord is born and then he's circumcised, but then he's not. We're back and forth all over the place. Could we express that what that we need to be watchful in terms of our physical condition as a Christian and be alert in terms of our spiritual attitude. Yeah, I think there's certainly a way to make that work. The, you know, Hebrews love doublets, right? Um, so, so we're made in God's image and likeness. And, and, and so the tradition has played very much with, with that doublet. I think here you could certainly say be watchful, be alert um, uh, is, uh, is, is indicating two different um, – Two different notes of the same chord, um, you know, keep it secret, keep it safe. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Tolkien understood it too. So that what we really should be looking at, we, we have to pay attention to what we're doing with our bodies in order that we can pay attention to what happens to our souls. Also, Advent is an extended invitation to our brothers and sisters to join the sacrament of reconciliation, especially at the end of the year with this very turmoil year that we need to be in peace with God also in grace to receive that nativity of our Savior and Redeemer. You, you know, I'd simply note for our listeners, um, we're, the diocese has discouraged us from doing communal penance services this year because we don't want lots of people in the same place. But but um, everybody's going to be hearing confessions more, and you and I will hear confessions pretty much every day. Absolutely. So every 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 night at 6 at Christ the King, and what time is it? At we Americas? have our prayer each Mass in Our Ladies. Uh-huh. So, so prior to every Mass at Our Lady of the Americas. So it, it's very, very important, especially if it's been a long time. Get yourself to confession in these days as we prepare for the Lord's coming at Christmas. It's a 
tradition also that we are calling to fasting in Fridays mm-hmm. before that uh, during this Advent season as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, fasting really is just supposed to be part of our regular life. Feasting is supposed to be the exception, right? Um, and so, and so. Uh, it's true that Advent isn't just a miniature Lent. That is absolutely true. But um, but penance is absolutely part of the package. There's not a way to get around it. And so um, and, and so fasting on Fridays during Advent, just like we should be fasting on Fridays during ordinary time, is absolutely part of what we ought to be doing. But, you know, I think what most of us don't have a problem with too much discipline in our lives. We have a problem with too You're little. Right. So if the season can afford you an opportunity for three or four weeks— to be more disciplined with your prayer, more disciplined with your eating, more disciplined with your exercise, more disciplined with your reading, more is the better. What is the meaning of the word evening, midnight, or morning in theological context? Right. So, so this parallels um, the historic uh, times of prayer in the ancient Jewish cycle and what we still do with the Liturgy of the Hours today ourselves, which is why the Liturgy of the Hours is broken up in the way that it is so that we can always be constantly at watch. Father, we are approaching our ending program. Could you please send us your blessing? May the Lord who was, who is, and is yet to come be with you always and sustain you in this time. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Be not afraid. Iowa Catholic Radio. Be not afraid. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Join Father Fabian Moncada every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Also tune in Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for Be Not Afraid in Spanish. Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists and Dream Dirt, Farm Real Estate and Auction Services.